Hi friends, Elle here. We are in another situation of if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. Due to things beyond our control, we do not have a new episode for you this week. Instead, we are going to play for you some audio from a panel that we did for Anime Fusion 2020 called If It Can Go Wrong. We have just had too many different life things occurring to keep up with our schedule, but we should be back on track in two weeks. We have some episodes coming up, including one with Beverly Downen of Sheeprop, as well as one covering cosplay in relationship to identity, self-expression, and belonging. Please hang in there with us as we get our lives together and we will be on track very soon. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Anime Fusion Online. Ooh, we are also streaming on Discord. Thank you so much for that. Hello, Discord friends. So I do believe that um, Fusion is being kind enough to reroute any questions from Discord, so we should be good there, because we do want you to interact with us, because it's just more fun that way. I know. I mean, we could sit here and talk at you for the entire time, but that sounds pretty boring. We should probably tell them who we are, though, before we, we should. do that. I'm Ash. I'm Elle. We are Lobby Cosplay. And we are doing a brand new panel for you guys today called If It Can Go Wrong, It Will Go Wrong. And in true fashion, this has been an interesting morning so um, far. Yes, so I didn't set up our... OBS for Twitch. Um, I have tech support that did that. And um, for some reason, every time we do this, something new goes wrong with our OBS. And today, it didn't like the order I opened things in. And then, um, Ash, it, Skype didn't want to work for you today. No, I had to uninstall Skype twice and reinstall it before we could get this to go. So... You know, it's been lots of fun. But that's cosplay in a nutshell. Because if anything that you tried to do in cosplay, you have the opportunity for it to go horribly wrong. Well, and for years at this point, our main two sayings that we've had for cosplay are, if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. And just because you can doesn't mean you should. Our other panel we're hosting later is definitely the just because you can doesn't mean you should. So we're like, why not? <laughs> We'll go the distance and do both. So yes, we have um, a panel later tonight that will be chaos in all its glory. Please join us. We have a Jeopardy board and it gets a little out of control, but it's a good time. Um, and it airs tonight at 10 p.m. We also have a podcast. It's true. So if you enjoy hanging out and having cosplay shenanigans, please join us with our podcast called, I guess I'm not going, I'm guessing this is the PG time of the day. So um, if you put SH asterisk T cosplayers say into the place for your favorite podcasts, you will find us there and you can join us for our PG 13 shenanigans that we have on yep. our podcast. You can also find us on social media at either Lovey cosplay or podcast SCS. So a little bit about us, for those of you that haven't met us before, um, we were at Fusion a couple years ago, and we absolutely love Anime Fusion, and it is now one of our favorite conventions to participate with. Special shout out to Sky Pirate of Wigwig Cosplay and Allie for being amazing cosplay heads and putting on probably the best cosplay programming we've ever seen at a con. I feel like the programming that Fusion is able to put together in the cosplay track could rival some things like what C2E2 does. So Absolutely. you guys do an amazing job and we're always so happy to be able to work with you. But we have been cosplaying for over 20 years. Um, 1990s. Woo woo. 
(laughs) (laughs) I like how the way that you said that just like proves how like old and tired we are. (laughs) Um, I am tired today because I am in Iowa and it's really, really freaking cold. And I really just want to lay under a bunch of blankets and not do anything. Um, It was really hard for me to get out of my way to blanket this morning because I got one and I just want to cocoon and live in it. Yes. You should have a panel about just living in weighted blankets and coloring. Oh, that should that? be the entire panel can is we, just coloring. Can we have a panel where under we, a blanket? We just like have blankets and color. I feel like this is some sort of stress relief panel in the making. Okay, TM, we're gonna we're gonna add okay. that to our list for for next year. Good, um, good. We also tangent a lot, so sorry guys. We're not sorry. We do it all the time. But we're not gonna stop. We're not gonna stop. So. Uh, We have been competing since the early 2000s, on and off, and it's always been an adventure. We now compete in master's level for both craftsmanship and performance, and that is how we've met most of our convention pals, like Wigwig Cosplay has been. Including each other. Yeah, and each other. We met doing uh, competitions in the early 2000s. Oh, you're really sweet, Flutter952. Yes, we um we are a lot older than we appear. <laughs> I mean, to be to be fair, thirties is not that much older than twenties. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. So we are also now your USA representatives for the International Cosplay League for twenty twenty one. So we'll go to Spain, 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 Spain next fall. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Providing we're not banned from Spain. Um, You know, because our country sucks at the Rona. (laughs) If you want to find out how we plan to get to Spain in the event that we are banned, you can visit our podcast because we have an entire episode about how we're going to get to Spain (laughs) if we're not allowed in the country anymore. Uh, So we are actually picking up the mantle from your wonderful wigwig cosplay, who won the entire thing in 2019. (laughs) No pressure. Yeah, but we're we're still super super excited. excited for them and grateful that they are our friends because in the yep. end you should be happy for your friends when they do cool things. Yes, like win an international cosplay contest for the first time ever for a duo, right. you know. So we're gonna get this rolling. We did build, um, thanks to Ash, a Jeopardy board, but in uh, true fashion of if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. I don't actually know what some of this stuff is on this board, because (laughs) in true fashion, we had technical difficulties, and I didn't have time to look at it. So, adventure for me too, guys. This will be fun. It'll be fun. We're going to go on this adventure together. It is how we roll. All right. So, today's categories. Ash, you want to take it from here? Sure. All All right. right. So... Oh, before that, though, oh. uh, from Discord, AJK137, watching from Los Angeles, and it's past 9.30. Yeah, I haven't had coffee yet, so that's a, that's a mood. <laughs> oh, no, what are, you, what are you doing to yourself? <laughs> it's fine. We could have had coffee during. This is a very appropriate panel for coffee. I'm having tea. So. I have a zero sugar cherry Coke instead, So, but I, mean, I just opened it. That's so, good, too, right? I'm drinking a little bit of lifeblood as we go. That's fine. But... All right, in true announcer voice, today's categories. Number one, it is all about that base. Splitting hairs. Popped seams and broken dreams. Mad props. And making up is hard to do. Um, if you can't tell, I had a little bit of fun with those. <laughs> I didn't get to see these till this morning, and I'm in love with them. So Good, good. Um, Flutter952, I'm sad that it snowed in Minnesota. <laughs> I'm really I'm sad sorry. that it, Minnesota is not that far away from where I live. <laughs> like, I don't like that. It was su- It's supposed to snow here in Iowa today, overnight. So we'll Purple see Stage what... 18, doing a con from home, has the best perk of a whole coffee pot. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> so we actually bring a Keurig to cons, and yep. it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that we would have that with us. I'm pretty sure when we did Fusion last time, we actually had like a whole tea and coffee bar in the cosplay panel room 
for all of us that were Probably, doing the programming. I, I believe so. Um, so when we have the slumber party with the coloring, I feel like we should bring the hot pot so we can make like hot chocolate and tea. There you go. We'll just we'll just have a whole setup in that room for 2021, and we snacks. can all have coffee and tea and snacks. And it would be well, amazing. Yes, hardly plastics on board because she'd also be in that room in 2021. Oh, good. <laughs> Um, Hayden from the cosplay department is dying from the category names. Oh, hey, Hayden! <laughs> we miss you! They're super awesome, and we love working with Hayden. Good, good. All right, so... Now we get started? Yeah, let's get this party started. So we're going to let you guys pick the categories that we have rolling here. Um, what they're going to be, um, I don't know. But they are labeled just like a normal Jeopardy board. So 100 to 500. I know on Twitch, it's a little hard to see the colors. Um, but if you shout out between 100 and 500, I'll find it for you guys. Yep. And they won't change color. And I haven't tested if I delete the number, if it'll break the whole board or not. <laughs> and I don't know if I should. <laughs> well, you know. Okay. All right. <laughs> Looks like our first request is all about that all base about for 500. That base, about that base. Okay. All right. What do we think this one is? Ooh. Oh. Are we going to are we going to do a guessing game yeah. before we actually talk about each category? Yes. What do you guys right. think this one might be? I guess I won't participate because I know all the answers. I know you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to take a guess that it's my arch nemesis. Your arch nemesis. Yes, because every time I own tights or pantyhose of any kind, this happens to me. It's very tragic. So I'm I guessing... feel like anybody that has ever owned tights or pantyhose has had this happen to them. Well, I mean, Purple Sage, that's true in general. They are health. <laughs> so... <Yep. laughs> so, yes. Yep. So yes, um, you know, runs. we got the the runs and the the unpleasant fabric kind of runs, as opposed to some other types. Um, <laughs> and I've seen this happen with tights, nylon, body stockings, body suits, gloves. I mean, pretty much any skin fit, um, stretchy knit fabric. Like, yikes! <laughs> I think most people associate it with nylons just because it's probably the most prevalent. Yes, Purple Sage 18, especially for the courier peeps. <laughs> yep. So, what to do, what to do. Um, like someone suggested in the chat window, you can just shave if you don't want to wear them. Um, unfortunately, sometimes they're colored, <laughs> which, yeah, is no good. <laughs> um, so, you got some choices. You can either ditch them all together. You can try to fix it and keep it from getting worse, or you can just run with it. Like, no pun intended, but I enjoy it now that I said it out loud. But You can attempt to borrow your friend's thigh highs that definitely won't work because you're, like, multiple size different for Harley because you forgot yours at home. <laughs> and then your backup ones had runs in them, and I pretty sure I ended up just not using them at all. Yeah. Um, I know actually when I was at Fusion, my Sarah's Victoria tights definitely um, definitely got some holes in them. And then I was like, you know, I like this look for this character. And I took a pair of scissors and made it worse. Wasn't that also the costume that your thigh highs just refused to cooperate? Yes. Yes. That's that's a whole nother game, but that always happens to me. That, and, that is a whole other game. And then I have um, to 2P tape them. <laughs> to pay tape so to pay tape is one way um if for those of you that don't know what this godsend of a product is it comes in either strips that are individually cut like little pieces of tape or a roll and it's actually used for holding on men's hair pieces but we like it as a general fix it for a little bit of everything because it's skin safe and Typically, it's fabric safe where it's not going to leave like a super nasty residue. I've accidentally washed things with toupee tape still on them, and it came out just fine. Um, oh. I think most people know about the nail polish trick. 
you can use Freytech, but that takes a long time to dry. And most people don't have Freytech just hanging out with them. A laughing rat. Just color in the run with a magic marker. Really? <laughs> you're, you're just trying to give us fuel for our other panel, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if you wanted to try to do, like, the color just to, like, mask it, like, let's say you fixed it so it's not going to get worse Wait, with your clear nail polish. You could theoretically use um, Crayola Magic Marker because it's washable. Yes. And they have, like, a whole skin tone set. Yeah. So, theoretically, you probably could do this. You could, um, or you could, like, pull out your makeup kit and you use could. bronzer or eyeshadow or, you know, other skin-safe products. That's not any fun, though. <laughs> I know someone who did the magic marker trick. It worked oh, with no. t- two weeks for the leg to go back to the regular color. Yes, oh, obviously makeup would be a much better choice for this option than magic marker. Well, However, I'm totally, you know. like, gonna try to remember that one i'm writing this down absolutely all right let's go i wrote down some of the other categories that were good recommended so i've been (laughs) paying attention i'm paying oh that's right this board's a little different well if it can go wrong okay how about pop seams and broken dreams for 300 let's do it (laughs) oh no that doesn't look good. Oh no. That looks like our machine isn't sewing very well. <laughs> I'm guessing in this particular instance that probably they just had a thread pop. Yes. Which happens. So again, um, for this particular one, it is a hem and it did not hold. Um, sometimes I know, especially if you have like older thread when you're putting your clothes on or your costumes, they can definitely snap on you, um, with just a little bit of tension, depending on how they're sewn. Um, sometimes you're going to have stuff that will snag on anything. I mean, I've seen people snag hems on corners of tables before, just depending on how it is. So Definitely one of those things I think everybody kind of runs into at some point. So discuss, what are your favorites for fixing hems in the moment at a con? Because, of course, this can't happen while we're, like, conveniently at home with our entire repertoire of supplies. (laughs) To be tape. I mean, I do love me some to pay tape. It's a good time. (laughs) That's my answer for most things. Just for most FYI things, toupee is, tape. Well, we fix yep. so many things with toupee tape that yep. it's typically my like first go-to, and then safety pins because one of the hard parts of doing safety pins, particularly on like a fabric like this, looks pretty delicate. It's gonna weigh it down, and they're probably gonna flip and show, depending on how big they are. So I like tape because you can't see it. Um, that's usually why. But uh, we um, also typically carry thread around with us and just restitch it like Laughing Rat well, does. Like Laughing Rat, <laughs> yes. <laughs> laughing Rat is a person after my own heart. <laughs> and yes, we you know, normally in our kit, we have thread that matches the costumes, but not everybody's going to have that. So you can't ask around and some people don't know how to sew. So this is also going to work for anybody that potentially didn't sew their own costume, doesn't have that basic skill set of how to sew a hem. Um, love the fashion tape, love the toupee tape. I'll even go with safety pins, especially if you've got like those little like cheapy gold ones that are kind of flimsy and thin. Um, if you're all you're doing is like ironing it up with your hotel iron to kind of get that line to stay and then just very delicately pinning it it's probably going to be small enough that they won't fall down. But if you've got like that big honkin', like super duty ones, that's probably not any good. Rose, we're not hot gluing our hem. <laughs> we're not. What? No. no, I know you're being funny because well, we know you. <laughs> <laughs> 
at Flutter952. We'll have to put a link to the toupee tape that we get on social media for you guys later. Um, it's really a really fun, fun tool. We use it for wigs and little random bits. We've used it on stockings and gloves and pretty much anything you just need to stay put. <laughs> I'll do even better. I'll give you a link right now. Oh, well, there you go. That's I, the joys of doing this on the internet. That is the joy of doing this on the internet. There you go. This is the stuff that we buy usually. Yep, it's a good time. Um, You could use a liquid fabric glue, um, like Purple Sage suggested. My only caution is that when you're fixing something at a con is fixing it right now and hiding the damage and preventing more damage versus what you're going to want to do with it in the future. So if you're going to want to go back, like, say, when you get home and fix it, depending on what kind of glue you're putting on it, you might not be able to get it off. <laughs> now, if you're using something washable that's just going to be on there temporarily, that's not going to possibly risk discoloring it like a really mild, like, almost children's craft glue, I guess. You might be able to get away with that. Um, the other thing you could use is hem tape. I know some oh, people. Oh, that's what care. I was thinking about. Was we usually have hem tape with us for this kind of situation yep. too? We usually have a roll of hem tape with us. And for those of you that don't know, it's like an in, like a fusible web that you heat up in an iron, and so you can just put that. And it's made for hems. I've actually seen people hem entire garments with it. Um, you just flip it under there and then iron it, and it seals itself together. All right. Let's see. I'm I'm looking for my. There it is. Like, where did my cursor go? It's hiding okay, from me. Let's do. We have mad props for 300 and for 100. I think I'm going to go to 100 first. Ooh, that doesn't look good. That that looks like uh, some some pretty heavy duty paint there. Yeah. Yeah. That looks like when you put too much paint on and then you don't let it fully dry and then you it all comes off. <laughs> or yes, Purple Sage 18, it could also be when you don't have the correct primer under your paint and your paint comes off. And your paint's just not sticking. Yes, I'm sure this brings up terrible memories for a lot of you. <laughs> for when anybody that's ever done any prop smithing ever. <laughs> have tried to do a prop and chose the wrong type of paint or primer for the material that you're working on. And suddenly you get this hot mess. Which looks great you. if you're like distressed, if you want it super distressed and you want to see what's underneath. But typically that's not the plan when we paint. So we're going to assume that you're at the con and that you don't have the paint with you to fix it. So what are your go-tos at that point? <laughs> Ooh, if we're at the con. Yep. I mean, you yep. know, you know, I'm going to say, say tape again, but not toupee tape. Um, no. Well, like, so if you still have the piece, like you could use like more like a scotch tape or something just to keep it on. Or like a clear packing, I guess. Yeah. Or like a clear packing tape. I mean, if nail polish works really well for this problem. Right. It's like a sealant. Um, the other thing you could consider um, is, again, like with the tights, do you want to fix it and hide it? Or do you want to just run with it? Because you could always take more off in other places if you're trying to make the whole thing look intentional. Which, depending on your prop, may or may not be an option. So, like, battle damage. Yeah, battle damage. I mean, if we're talking about, like, a big weapon or a shield or a piece of armor or something along those lines. Can't say I haven't done that before because I've totally done that. You're like, before. I totally meant this to happen. Well, definitely. That's like the secret in most cases is if you make it look intentional, you can pretty much pass anything by. That's a <laughs> that's a secret to getting your costume judged is if you make it look intentional, you're going to be okay. <laughs> Don't let them know. <laughs> yep. Well, and in that particular situation, like, let's say we take our nail file and, you know, do some more pieces, you could get pop into your makeup kit or you've got an ink pen or a Sharpie and kind of dilute some of that to add some other like coloration in there. So it's not this like flat yellow with gray sticking out underneath of it. I mean, 
you could probably have some fun in the room for a little bit and seal it with your what, what do we decide nail polish i mean <laughs> or yeah. packing tape nail polish packing tape you know um flutter 952 covering it up with something is also an option so like distracting the eye away from the issue well and depends on how big it is right so yeah i mean silver from over on discord's probably correct in the end just roll with it because what are you really gonna be able to do while you're at the con right um and probably if your paint's doing this in one section i'm guessing it's probably doing it in the whole the whole thing so when you get home you're probably gonna have to sand it down and redo it anyway so anything you do in the meantime probably isn't gonna hurt it too bad yes ajk 137 the smart thing would be to do your props months before the convention so you can test it but as we all know we all like to con crunch and that frequently does not happen oh thanks for joining us zz after visiting us at ai (laughs) hopefully we will see you next year at ai again but for real (laughs) and not on the internet yes for real (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes ajk 137 i'm i'm really digging this let's go with it and battle damage like i mean that's the less stressful way because honestly yeah. what if you can't really do anything about it it's not worth you know it's not worth the stress because it already happened so you can either silver you roll with it you are very <laughs> correct my struggle right now is the fact that we don't know if there are going to be any cons and deadlines are also my motivation (laughs) and i don't have any right now what are deadlines i don't know i keep trying to make some up but because i can't guarantee the cons are going to happen i'm not doing a very good job right now so Um, you have our two-week accountability train (laughs) that is helping we we did a more casual chat a couple weeks ago and we made an accountability train with some of the people that joined us so every two weeks on our instagram we post an update on how we're doing with actually getting anything done i cut out a triangle that's how far i got and then and then we redid my triangle because it was not the way i wanted it to and then finally ash taught me how to pattern better because if it can go wrong it will go wrong it can't go wrong it will go wrong (laughs) but it's like this is how you need to do this instead and she's like oh but that's okay that's what friends are for yes the accountability check-in is again next week and i need to get some stuff done this week um now that my pattern is mapped properly and doesn't look goofy um hi wigwig good to see you Yep. <laughs> Don't miss their panel later, as well as Hardly Plastics. They should be a really good time. You should just stay on the internet yeah, all day really and watch all of Anime Fusion. Just leave the Discord open all day so you can watch yep. all of the amazingness that Fusion has for you. Well, yes. should, we, should we dive into Mad Props 300 then? We totally can. Okay. We're going to need some more suggestions for, for categories. All right. Ooh. Hmm. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no, we lost a gem. Oh, that happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, it does. That's the worst when, like, you don't realize it until later and you've lost, like, one of your gems off your costume. Yep. Um, or, like, multiple rhinestones, which has happened to me a few times. With Harley. Well, well, you when, have so many rhinestones, though, that people don't necessarily notice. Well, when you have 10,000 rhinestones on a costume, you're probably going to lose a few <laughs> here and there. You done got little John. I love that purple stage. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. So what what do we do if we've um, lost Well, first we convince pieces. Paragon that he needs to make the Robin Hood gypsy costume. Oh, um, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yes that's that's, that's step the first one part that's step and then one. we need a little john and then we need little john step two yep <laughs> step three profit so yeah well, look okay. at all these smart people bringing extra gems with them yes i i did do that for hikaru and umi i did bring the extra ones that we had for those yeah and I always bring extra rhinestones and beads and that kind of stuff because you never know 
if you're going to lose a chunk or something's going to come undone. Because it happens. It happens. My first um, thought whenever I was putting this together and this particular topic came up as a possibility was my shoes for Scald from Ame Goddess. We were on our way to, we had worn the costumes all day on Saturday everywhere at the con. And then they were having an Ame Goddess shoot on Sunday that we were going to go to. And we're walking down and I realized that one of the bobbles on my, one of my shoes is missing. So I've got one perfectly fine on my other shoe and it's just completely missing. And I'm just like, what do I do? You fake it till you make it. Pretty much. I mean, you either, if it's something like that, you could just take the other one off. Right. And it matches. You could. Um, Um, I actually just hid my feet whenever possible like so I stood behind things or people or if they were taking pictures of me with my feet out in front because she's a very childlike character and there are some fun poses for that I just crossed my feet and put the gem on top so that nobody would know the gem underneath was missing (laughs) that's what I Harley lost a button at some point at C2E2 and I just had to like hide it if we were having photos but it's not like anybody's because half the time when you lose things like this no one's gonna know only you. I, like, you're <laughs> you. the only one who's gonna know. Like, I had a oh the the best one was when we were getting judged at Daisho Con in our uh, Sailor Moon villain outfits. I oh. I talk with my hands. It's, yes, it's a problem. And I talked too much with my hands and hit my giant earring, and the giant stone went flying out of the setting in front of the judges. Oh no, the whole earring <laughs> fell out of your ear. Was it the whole earring? Well, and then the it hit the floor and it fell, fell apart. Um, but, you know, in that case, I don't think you're going to be able to hide what just happened. Right? Uh, oh, yes. Wig Wig was there for, for when my earring went flying across the judging room. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We, and had... then when we, we were at Colossal Con, my... Um, or this might have still been Daisho Khan. My one of the bobbles fell out of my shoe. Oh, it was at Colossal Con because it was during rehearsal. Oh. One of the bobbles fell out of my shoe and I had to reglue it. But luckily, in that instance, I had it and could reglue it versus when we were in Oh My Goddess and I lost it on the con floor and who knows what happened. Well, I mean, things falling apart could be its own panel in a nutshell, like when my wig fell off during international's rehearsal. So. <sighs> You know? Ooh, or when my wig started to fall <laughs> off when we were um, on stage at GeekCon. Wigs falling off in general. Yep. Things falling off during <laughs> competitions is a problem that we Ooh. all experience. Flutter made a replacement out of gum for a thing. Oh, that's a smart idea. <laughs> and safe to put in your mouth. Good job. Yeah, and that's safe because <laughs> we don't want to put, you know, unsafe things in our mouth. For That's for the other panel. That's for tonight's panel. Get that out of your mouth. Unsafe chaos. We are going to do splitting hairs for 200. Let's do it. Oh no. I can only guess what this is. Laughing Rat should like this one. Yeah. Um, It's a literal rat's nest. All right. I have a problem with the fact that you were told that you lost Best in Show because the shoe fell apart on stage for the simple fact that. Why are they telling you specifically why you lost? Yeah, that's not very cool. That's well, I have, sorry I have problems that with that on so many so many levels, but that this is neither the time nor the place for that. So, um, she has a literal rat's nest in her hair. <laughs> yeah, you can. We have multiple episodes on the podcast where we talk about situations like that. If you want to hear our opinions on yes. some of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing Rod's daily hairstyle. I like it. <laughs> um, I feel like you would do this if your little friendly critters would cooperate with you on that. Yep. But as everybody knows, um, sometimes when you show up at a con and you're unpacking, you look at your wig that you thought you packed perfectly and it probably wasn't. Or maybe it's just particularly windy. Or maybe you need the wig more than one day at the convention and it's just a hot mess. What are your favorites? For fixing it in the hotel room. Strays and nasty tangles. Um, my go-to is the professional silk serum that you can get at Walmart. Because it will slide those tangles 
right out of your wig. That's still my favorite option. Yeah. What if you didn't have access to that? What would you use? Well, I always have that. So. <laughs> what else would I use? Um, yeah. Wig conditioner, probably. I always have wig supplies because I'm obsessed with my wigs, so. Mm. Um, so anybody that's um, not obsessed with their wigs have any tips? <laughs> we use this stuff. It is a lifesaver for wigs. I don't do anything without it. When I style wigs, I actually put this on my hands and it helps with that fraying and uh, static that occurs when you're trying to style a wig. And it's magical. Um, I mean, if we have, if you've got nothing, uh, if you've got nothing, I mean... You want to make sure the first thing you don't want to do is try to brush it out with a brush that you use for your hair. Right. Because the oil in your hair will mess up your wig. Yeah. You're much better off trying to dismantle it with your fingers or just cutting out the hot mess if you can. Um, Hair conditioner can be hit or miss for getting tangles out uh, because sometimes it causes more buildup than actually helpful. those prayers. <laughs> so, yes, prayers. I mean, that's, yeah. Um, fabric softener can help on occasion with this. That can be helpful. I'm really wondering, um, what about if you had, like, the downy spray? I wonder how well that would work. Because it's already in a spray format, so it's not, the like... static stuff? Super... Yeah, but it, it definitely smooths stuff. Maybe. I mean, I've never tried It softens that. fabric. So I mean, maybe we maybe we need to add that to um, our let's, our let's list <laughs> of let's test this. Does downy wrinkle spray spray take literal rat's nets out of wigs? I don't know. That I could see theoretically how that could work. So many notes. <laughs> I am. I'm taking notes down here. I mean, it oh, could. here we go. It works well. You need to dilute it in water. Makes sense. That makes sense. But now we're going to have to, we eventually want to do a series of videos where we try some of the less harmful things yes. that come out <laughs> of uh, our our panel for later um, because we think it would be a good time to see if they work or not, but that one wouldn't be too bad. I think that one could be safe um, to try. But yes, as Vice Mage and many others on here have mentioned, it is good to <laughs> safe cosplayers <laughs> say yes. That's I enjoy that a lot. With like... <laughs> Sometimes it's called stuff cosplayers say when we can't physically say the name. Um, sometimes I just go, cosplayers say, just depends. <laughs> <laughs> depends on the day. Yeah, diluting is always going to be important because honestly, if you dilute it and then you need to do a little bit more, like the world doesn't end. But if it's not diluted right. and it makes a hot mess, you can't fix it. No. Um, and yes, just another Neko. You can use silicone spray. Um, it will take the tangles out. Sometimes it leaves kind of a weird residue afterward. And smell. <laughs> and it smells really funny. So I ended up switching from that to the silk serum simply because I really couldn't handle the smell of the silicone spray, but it does work. Uh, but I found that my wigs were smelling like that for a very extended period of time, and I did not enjoy it. <laughs> So, Especially when it's on your head. <laughs> right. So again, it is best to try and have a almost first aid wig kit. So when you go to con, you want to try to take a wig safe brush, a scissors that is nice and sharp if you need to cut anything out, as well as wig conditioner and probably something like a silk serum. That way, if you do have any of these issues at con, you'll have the right tools to take care of them. If things go wrong. And yes, yes, a wig cover also works well. So for a lot of stage shows, they make these net covers for wigs to help with the tangling. And that mm -hmm. actually can be super helpful. We've done that before for yeah. um, traveling and, and moving from space to space. 
Because, like, I remember Princess Lady's beads like to eat her wig. Yes, they do. A lot. <laughs> so we were going to make tail covers for her because her tails get eaten. Yeah. Uh, yes. So a lot of times Sailor Moon cosplayers will have them in particular because their wigs are crazy cuckoo with those tails. Yep. Um, we talked about doing it for Kogyoku because she also has really big tails as yep. well. Um, I, it's almost originally how I did Judar, but then I decided to go a completely different direction. And I like my flex bond over my wig for that one. But that wig doesn't have to be able to move, so that one's right. a little bit different. When you need to move, it doesn't work. Okay. When you need to act like hair. Do we have another category we want to dive into that we haven't dived into yet? Or I'll end up picking one. Because we haven't done... Did we do all about that base? Uh, we did. Let's just do making up as hard to do for 100. Okay. Oh, no contacts. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's not good. We've got a broken contact. Yes. Or sometimes people forget their contacts. So step one for everything is don't panic. <laughs> Yes, don't panic. And and don't use it. <laughs> no, throw that away. There is no fixing it. You don't. Um, you, you'll get contact. We just did an entire episode on contact safety for the yes. podcast recently. And you would be shocked at the things we felt like we needed to answer about contact. Yes, because people do these things. And it makes me very sad because you only get one set of eyes. And don't don't put that in your eyeball. Like, that's bad. First of all, unless you need contacts to see, they're not that important. Oh, so. thanks, Wigwig. It was a good episode. We tried hard for that one. <laughs> we tried. It is scary what people will do at contacts sometimes, though. And like yep. Ash said, if if it's not a like necessary device for you, it's okay to not have them. Like, if your eyes yep. don't match your reference it's fine it's fine it's really fine nobody is going to fault you for not having colored eyes that day well and if they do they're wrong so yes but there's so many <laughs> other things that people like to do to kind of give that nod anyway i've seen some people um just used eyeliner in the color of the character's eyes just to kind of give that little pop of color and a little bit of nod some people will actually plan their makeup palette around it um, eyeshadow, that sort of thing. Like, you can still give a nod to the color, especially if it's a really unique color, without actually changing your eye color. And yes, Vice Mage is correct. Please see an ophthalmologist or an optometrist before you do anything with contacts, whether you need a prescription or not, because if you don't have the right size, it could be very unsafe. Yes. Which would not be good. Would not no. be good. No. I personally can't wear them, so I don't do this adventure because they just bother me and I don't like them. But yes, Laughing Rat. Most people aren't going to even notice if you're not wearing colored contacts. They're not going to know that you had colored contacts that you were planning on wearing. All just right. like you're missing bubbles. Um, there was also a request for 400. And 400? It's hard to do. Mm -hmm. Let's do 400. Oh, no. Running makeup. That that brings back memories. Yes. This this is me after eight hours backstage for a competition. That's, that's definitely... All right. So let's say, though, you're on the con floor and you can't get back to your makeup kit in the hotel room. What are you going to do? Oh, goodness. I mean... You always have your options of trying to dab away as much of it as you possibly can <laughs> with tissue because, boy, that running eyeliner, that is a mood. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sunglasses. Well, yeah, Sunglasses. you know. Yep. <laughs> I have done this where, like, I've been in makeup for so long that I forget I'm in makeup and I rub my eyes. Oh, And then yikes. I take it all with me. On your hands, and, and you're like, and, and it's like, oh no. Um, but that's also why I use Ben Nye 
concealer because then even when I do that, it usually stays on. But I feel like anybody that's ever worn makeup or body paint at a summer con or in just a really busy con floor has felt this mood. And not necessarily just with eye makeup. I mean, it could be with any of your makeup. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, you can melt your foundation off or your colored makeup or anything else that you've got. Your lipstick starts wearing off. I mean... On your face like blood or what? I, well, no, like you know how it fades after a while, and sometimes yeah. you'll have the like outline. <laughs> yep. But you won't have the fill anymore because it's like faded out. Mm-hmm. I don't have that problem now that I use Urban Decay, but before when I would do less expensive lipstick, that would be an issue. Yeah. That I would have. Um, I mean. One of the best ways to prevent this is to make sure that you've got some pretty heavy-duty waterproof makeup, because that will keep a lot of these running issues from happening. Well, but you know the cosplayers are mostly reactive and not proactive, right? (laughs) Well, I know. That's why we're doing this panel. I mean, that's the whole point of this panel, is because most of us, including ourselves, don't think that far ahead when it comes to these small things. We think about the big picture. Yeah. You know, do I physically have something to wear? Um, yep. Sometimes you're still finishing that in the hotel room. So it's totally understandable that we may not, you know, think of that. But yes, as Hardly Plastic has stated, primer and a setting powder or a spray will help prevent a lot of this. Um, so I think usually my go-to if we're at the con and we have this problem and whether if it's eye makeup is especially if it's under the eye is try to find, like, a mild soap if you don't have one with you. Um, Like, I've even had to go as far before in, like, a con bathroom of taking a, like, wet paper towel or a piece of toilet paper with water and just a smidge of soap on it to actually, like, clean all the black or blue, depending on the day, um, out from underneath of my eyes. And then usually in the little purse that I have with me, I'll have just, like, a nude color setting spray or um, nude color powder and just like trying to fill in a little bit so that it's not noticeably like completely missing after I just washed it all off. Flutter952 says do a stressed out version of the character, which I like. That could be fun. You could just like take your hands and like, you know, rough rough up your wig real quick and maybe like mismatch some of your buttons. I, I feel like we should have taken a photo like that after we finished at Colossal Con. <laughs> because we probably looked like that by the end of that whole process. It's a, we probably it's a long masquerade. Like, yeah. <laughs> Wigwig's answer is ha. Therefore they agree. Yes. Um, Hayden says Homestuck has prepared me for setting my makeup. Yes. Uh, those that do heavy body paint are probably very well prepared for this. Makes me to Nightcrawler from X Men. I love Nightcrawler. Yes, please. <laughs> that is a long makeup application. I actually have yes. characters that I've avoided because I'm a little intimidated by the amount of time the makeup process would take me. Um. Vice Mage, you need to send us photos later or links to social media where we can see them because I love Nightcrawler and I'm really excited about the use of airbrushing and prosthetics for this. It's a lot of blue. So much blue. blue. Oh, see, so when Homestuck was a thing, we had just come back, tangent, to conventions (laughs) and we had no idea what they were and we called them candy corn dragons because of their horns. Because we, yeah. we legit did not have any idea what they were. Well, we heard them um, called that at another con, and we just ran with it because yeah. we thought it was hysterical. <laughs> we didn't really know what they were, though. We were very confused by this whole Homestuck thing. and Yeah. That that whole online comic, it was very new concept to us. <laughs> well, and I feel like every generation kind of has their own version of that. Because I remember, like, when we were still like heavily in the con scene like naruto had just started being super popular so like that was a whole thing with the super young kids that were into it Um, and apparently the uh, the kids are into naruto again fyi um i've learned this now they're into naruto and it's hysterical (laughs) because i'm like i remember naruto from forever ago right we're gonna grab making up is hard to do for 300 
Oh no, this is my problem all the time. Literally all the time. And I don't have a good solution for this. Yes. You know why you have these right before the con? Tell us, Ash. Why do we? It's the letdown effect. We talked about that. Oh, that's right. Do explain the letdown effect to our listeners here. So uh, some people probably notice that they will either have terrible breakouts or they'll get sick either right before or right after like a really awesome event. Um, Cons, weddings, proms, whatever. And they're like, why do I feel like awful (laughs) like right around this time and it's because of the hormones in your body um from all the stress even if it's good stress like prepping for a con and you're like yeah or bad stress like con crunch and you really shouldn't do that to yourself and then some people like me just have a hormone cycle that causes it to happen like once a month for no reason and it's terrible and i don't have a great solution other than i learned how to do my makeup to cover it all up yeah well, but then you run the risk because depending, like not everybody can afford really nice makeup that's not going to do terrible things to your skin. Um, so some people might actually make their skin, they might hide it temporarily, but make the agitation of their skin worse and actually last a lot longer. Well, by and covering that, it up with makeup. that is typically a side effect that I end up with, um, which is an issue. Um And yes, as Laughing Rat said, it's only going to hide the color and make them blend in, but it's not going to hire the overall texture. So if you do have a photo shoot planned, um, it might, if you have acne as bad as I do, it's sometimes worth a conversation with your photographer about beauty edits because um, with like all the mask wearing right now, mine is atrocious. You get mask me? I, it's so bad. It's, it's so bad, and I'm glad we're on Twitch and it's not that close up because you can't see it. <laughs> and it's just a thing, and it happens, and it's not, like, a huge deal. Yeah. But um, I don't have good ways to prevent it other than some relatively, unfortunately, expensive options that have worked for me. And um, I have to get prescription stuff, too, to yeah. help keep it away. Well, I know you can stay hydrated. That's going to help get the toxins out of your system faster. Um, I've seen some people will actually like go down to the hotel ice machine and grab some ice because that is going to help reduce the swelling. Even if it's uncomfortable to put ice on your face, (laughs) it does work for acne. Um, I'm really curious about these acne cover patches that just another Nico mentioned because... I've actually been looking at those, and I'm probably going to try them in the future because I'm running out of ideas <laughs> on how to I'm solve like my super, problem. I've actually never heard of these, and I'm super oh, like no, intrigued by cool. them. Um, so they're little like stars, and they have a certain medication in them, and you stick them on overnight, and then you take them off, and like your a blemish is like half gone. Nice. They're they're kind of sweet. Um, yeah. So they're like little. Um, like medicated patches that you'd use like instead of maybe like using like a full face mask yes basically that is kind of what they i'm trying to find the the really cute what this is the really i just want these because they're cute i'm not gonna lie they're like stars and i want them um and they come in a cute box but <laughs> his cosplay says the cover patches work like gold that's awesome because <laughs> i'm totally going to fall into their marketing um Oh, good. <laughs> and and want to play with those. But, yes. They Neat. are um, little stars, and I want them. <laughs> I am super intrigued by this. Yes, we'll have to try it and see what happens. Yes, I'm going to have to get those because I'm running out of options at this point. Oh, what else to do? Um, <laughs> cry. <laughs> cry. Yes, all the crying. All the possibly. makeup while crying. I don't think that's going to work out very well. Crying. Okay, we probably have time for one more because we're, we're down to the wire here. Down to the um, wire. We can do a quick one here. Um, we just did makeup for 400, didn't we? I, oh, we could go down to 500. We can do 500. 
The makeup ones are fun today. That's what. See, that's the nice part about doing it this way is we get to talk about whatever topic the audience is interested in, as opposed to us just babbling at you guys. Yes. Oh no! So far. Oh, please <laughs> explain this one. Ash. <laughs> it's Robin Williams from Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> So when I was looking for pictures for this, um, and you'll understand why this came up whenever you figure out what the category is about, I was like, this is perfect. But it's been the scene in Mrs. Doubtfire when he doesn't have his Mrs. Doubtfire face on. So he puts his face into a cake (laughs) and like pretends like it's a beauty mask. Ah, yes. I see. But the whole concept was caked on or cracking makeup. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. Okay. So what? I I don't use very like heavy or stage makeup, so I haven't actually had that too much. But yes, so much cake face. <laughs> yes, I hear that it's an issue. I've had that issue when I use powder, so I don't use powder very often. Yeah. So I've had it with powder. I've had it with certain foundations that just aren't that great, like, in the end. Even some expensive ones before, like, I don't know if they just thing it up in the bottle or what the particular issue was. Um, I've had this a lot with varying types of theater makeup, especially for unnatural colors. So um, when we were doing a lot of LARP and had to do, like, actual... Thank you for our five-minute warning. Um, had to do our um, different types of makeup with either like a Snazaroo or a Meron. Um, ben and I will have it a lot with that. But but yeah, so just figure I have like my own tips and tricks that I do with it. I'm curious to see what everybody else has to say about kicky makeup. I mean, the preventative format would be to make sure that you don't put it on too heavy to begin with, right? Like uh, light layers. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think that's the problem that a lot of people have. And it's just like with paint is that they'll just put a lot of it on and it won't dry properly instead of using multiple thin layers and letting it sit. Uh, uh, yes. yes. Laughing at Bob Ross once said, it's easier to add more than to take away. And that's pretty accurate with anything you're trying to cover. Yes. Less is so always if you just more. put on a nice light layer, then you can get that build up to the full coloration that you need or the full texture that you need slowly. And if you let it dry in between, you're not going to end up with like the crackling as much. Um, I've also noticed that if I can take one of my, maybe like a moisturizer or something that's meant to go on your face (laughs) as far as lotions go, something unscented um, and mix that with it, to kind of dilute it down a little bit, it'll help go in. Um, Even just using primer, like people that don't normally use primer or will use like an all-in-one, you'll notice a huge difference if you add a primer first and kind of close off the pores and moisturize everything before you add the makeup on. We will probably need to wrap it up here since I do believe we will be coming up on another panel on the Discord. Yep. So again, well, um, our panel for tonight, joining us. <laughs> Safe Cosplayers Day. <laughs> safe Cosplayers Day. <laughs> but it is at 10 p.m. So if you want pure shenanigans with a longer time slot, please join us for our crazy. If yep. you stay on, you will be able to join Hardly Plastic at 1 p.m. for It's a Cinch, which is a corset building panel, which should be absolutely amazing. Um, Hardly Plastic is an extremely talented corset maker, and we highly recommend uh, checking out what they have to say in their panel. Um, but we are really glad you all could join us, and we hope you had a good time. If you yep. enjoy our shenanigans, please join us for our podcast. Um, and we do shenanigans periodically on Twitch. So you can always come and hang out with us another time if you would like. We hope to see you at Anime Fusion 2021. 
in person. In person. <laughs> um, we Our 10 p.m. panel is actually typically an 18 plus, and we really miss doing it as 18 plus. So please, hopefully the United States can get things together and we can see you guys in person for 2021. Wear your mask, wash your hands. <laughs> yes. Don't touch your face. And Don't touch your face. We'll see you guys later tonight. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to Shenanigans Cosplayers Say, produced by LVC Productions. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube at Lavi Cosplay. Our podcast Instagram is Podcast SCS. Our website is lavicosplay.com. Have a fun, crazy con or cosplay related story? absurd cosplay question, or just something in general to share with us, email us at podcastscs at gmail.com or DM us at podcastscs or Lavi Cosplay on Instagram. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening, and remember... Just because you can doesn't mean you should.